want you to write this word down, multiples. So when you look at P-E ratio, that's called a price multiple, right? Price to earnings, meaning the price would I'm paying for how much the company is earning. Does that make sense? Let's put this, let's put this in perspective. Price, I'm going to start with this. Price is everything. Price is everything. All right. A great stock isn't a great investment if you pay the wrong price for it. Here's why. If I buy Facebook at a 52-week high, it's a good chance that once it hit the 52-week high, it's going to do what? So at that point, I could have just been patient and waited for it to drop. Side note, never buy a stock at a 52-week high. It's easy for you to listen to me while you're in my presence, but when you buy yourself, you start doing whatever the hell you want to do. <laughs> right? You, man, trap, trip, I'm about to buy this. He ain't going to see my portfolio anyway. I get it. But hold on to this one for me. Never buy a company at a 52-week high. It is always going to come back down. At least, can we agree just to do that for me? Trap, I'm going to listen. All right, on the count of three, I'm trap, I'm going to listen. One, two, three. That's all I need you to do. Some people are like, shit, uh, <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> the right stock at the right time, I just get that money, I don't care, I'm a financial trauma. Just get it when I get it. All right. Buying a great company at the wrong price can 100% be detrimental to you. The reason why is because once you buying it at a 52-week high, what will happen is big investors are going to say, yo, this thing is exhausted. So I'm going to sell and you never know how much they're going to sell. Now, what you got to do is you got to average back into it to bring your cost basis down so you can start seeing profit at a different price. Does that make sense? Okay, this is a white boy moment. I be trying to get out here a little bit early, dog, when y'all be in here, but I just, I love teaching, y'all. I'm not going to lie, yo. I, I love teaching this, y'all. So if you yawn, I'm going to feel some kind of way. <laughs> if you yawn, I'm going to say, skip them slides, Dave. <laughs> they tired. And Jose going to be like, ah, we need to watch time. We need to watch. Jose love that watch time. All right, so watch this. Let's say you buy NVIDIA at, I'm, I'm just using the price, y'all. This is probably not it. Let's say the 52-week high is 282? All right, 282. Let's say NVIDIA 52-week high, 282. Watch this. So if you bought it at 282, it's a good chance once it touches, because watch this, 282 may be what? Resistance. The sellers done made it go that far. So watch this. You buy that 282, it goes up. And then what happens? Because this is buyers. This is buyers. And it didn't go straight up to 252. It did this. But it kept going up to the right. So let's say once it hit 252, 282, let's say it drops down to, let's just say 275. Well, it may pop up again, but now we back down to what? 267. All right, if you bought it at 282, you down to 267, and let's say you bought a 100 shares. 
You don't have a couple thousand dollars right now. You don't feel too happy about that. Now you pissed off. Man, Charles didn't really talk about on no trapping Tuesdays, man. You mad at me, but I told you don't do what? Buy a 52-week high. All right, so watch this. Because you aren't familiar with the situation, you may do one or two things. You might sell it at a loss. People do it all the time. The way they convince themselves is by saying this. This, I've never understood this. I'm going to sell it at a loss and buy it again. <laughs> what? Make that make sense. So you're going to lock the loss in? I don't understand that one. Or they just turn the app off and don't look at it no more and they just keep falling. Neither one of those makes sense to me. But essentially, because you bought it at this 52-week high, you got to waste money to do what? Buy that 267 to try to bring, and this is not, this is not the actual number. I'm just coming off the top of my head. Remember, I'm not a mathematician. If I can't put it on a triple beam, I can't add it up. Don't let that go over your head. All right? So if you buy it again at 267, this may bring your price down to maybe 277, something like that. Maybe 279, depending on how much you buy. You'll never get it all the way down to 267. Unless it went from 267 to 240. And you bought some more. So then you would bring your cost basis down a little more. Does that make sense? It makes sense? But if we would have been patient and let it fall because we knew once it got to a 52-week high, it had to run out of steam because sellers was going to come in. Because the seller's objective is to always take profit. So they got in here and then, let's say they got it at, they sold it to 275 and then Something happened in the market to cause the event. It go from 275 to 267, and now it drops down some more to 250. If you bought it at 282, now that's a long drop for you. Now you're thinking about just giving up on stocks completely. But if you was like, yo, I like the company. It's on my watch list, and all I'm looking now is for a opportunity to get in what? Thank y'all getting it. So 282 wouldn't be the opportunity, but 267 may be an opportunity, or 250 may be an opportunity if you're not in a triple beam team, or if you don't understand how to break down a company, or you can go just say, yo, let me look at the 200-day moving average, and I can find a see where it roll at. I just gave y'all a whole bunch of games just now. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100% the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. And the only way we get you there is if we help you to learn how to invest with confidence. Now, listen, I get it. Like, you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks, but I can guarantee you, one, because they weren't in the community, and two, they lack the information. Our goal in Travels Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on a journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to take you from panic 
to encouragement. There's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travis Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just a book club, everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traveler. See you in a trap. I'm showing you how to navigate. Because we're going to be in this for a while. We probably don't get out of this in 2024. So you got a whole year to understand how to be a sailor how to transition from a crew hand, a deck hand, to a captain. A deck hand is the person on the ship just getting the rope together. You gotta graduate from that, from just being in a game, to being a captain, learning how to navigate your ship. Once you learn how to navigate your ship, you don't care what the market doing, you know how to get in position. Does that make sense? All right, let's go left. All right, we good right there. All right, the message right here is simple. Once we understand price to earnings ratio, all right? So we talk about multiples. So multiples mean, what am I paying for this? Okay, watch this. In the start of 2023, Facebook was trading at a 15 PE. That means you were paying $15 for $1 of Facebook profit. Does that make sense? All right, so Facebook stock was, I think, $98. For every $15, you paid into the stock, you got $1 of profit. That's just value, right? So what, what the market does is, one of the ways you can tell a company is expensive is by looking at, oh, this game right here. What is the industry, write this down. What is the industry P-E ratio? If you're a trap, you probably know that already. If you look at the industry P.E. ratio and then you look at the company P.E. ratio, if the company P.E. ratio is cheaper than the industry P.E. ratio, then technically they may feel like the company is on sale. That makes sense? If you look at the industry P.E. ratio and then you look at the company P.E. ratio, if the P.E. ratio of the industry, meaning go look at the ETF, go look at XLY, Go look at QQQ, whatever the P.E. ratio is for that. Take the companies inside the ETF because that's in the what? Same sector. What their P.E. ratio is compared to the ETF P.E. ratio. If the company P.E. ratio is cheaper than the ETF P.E. ratio or the sector rate P.E. ratio, then most cases they're saying that that company is relatively, relatively cheaper. That's called a relative value evaluation. Ooh. That make sense? Or did I go too fast? Y'all can just look at it again on Instagram. Watch this. So in 2023, watch this. Meta's PE ratio was 15. In the beginning, now it's at 20.5. Watch this. The stock price is up 80% over the year. Facebook has added more what? Value from January to April. So from January to April, you're now paying a little bit more money for profits of the business. This is how you know a company is adding value. This was a masterclass. 
Just that part right there. Watch this. NVIDIA was down 75% last year. 80, no, I'm lying. It's down like 90, 80% last year. Because right now it's up, I think, 60% and it's still down 40% from its all-time low. But watch this. It started 2023 at 34, 34 times PE, meaning it had a 34 multiple, right? So you paid $1 for $34 of NVIDIA's profit. Right now, the stock is up 60, 70%. What happened? The PE went up because the company did what? Added more value. The market saw that what? The company was more valuable. So as the company stock price went up, the PE went up, which means the multiple went up. Are we making sense right there? Same thing with Tesla. Tesla was trading at a 23 PE in the beginning of the year. Why? Stock price was beating up. Stock price was down. As the stock continued to increase, the PE went up to 46%. Trap, how can I understand if the PE is high and the company is overvalued? Well, go look at what ETF, sector ETF, so you want to find a sector ETF, go to SPDR. It's called a spider ETF. Yo, this is so much game. It's so much game. Go to spider ETFs. Go see what Tesla is and go see what is that P-E ratio. Once you figure out what that P-E ratio is, you compare that P-E ratio to Tesla's P-E ratio or any other company's P-E ratio. If you want to find out healthcare, it's XLV. You want to find out what energy is, it's XLE. You want to see if a company in a healthcare system sector is overvalued, go look at what the XLV PE ratio is and then go look at that company PE ratio and that is the industry normal. What you just now did is did a relative value evaluation. 